This is episode 12. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Hey, 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 men of abundance, it's good to be back. It seems like it's been a while, and in fact it has. If you've been following me from the beginning, and the beginning is all of two or three weeks ago, it hasn't been that long, but I've in the last two weeks I had a Q&A session, and I planned on continuing with the Q&A session. The issue is right now I'm, is I'm just not getting enough cues. <laughs> I'm not getting enough questions to hold the Q&A sessions right now. In fact, I'm getting none. So to be completely transparent I've decided to one stop doing the Saturday Q&A session mostly because I'm not getting the questions but also because it quite frankly is taking up a lot of time the Saturday Q&A session is the easiest session to record and edit it doesn't take near as much time as the other three episodes but it will free up some time for me to do other things so with that being said I want to thank all of you who have subscribed and are listening on a regular basis I'm amazed to see how quickly it's growing it is really fun to hear the feedback and talk with people whose lives are being changed already in just the short couple of weeks that Men of Abundance has been posting on the various podcast channels which at this point is iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and I will soon be launching on Google Play as well so if you haven't had a chance to subscribe you can do so on any of those channels also I would appreciate it if you took the time if you would go in and leave a review and a rating on whatever channel it is that you're listening on. It means a lot because it pushes men of abundance up in the rankings so that more men can find us and more men can listen in. Alright, so today we are having a conversation with Michael Glover. And Michael is not the easiest person to introduce, but I'm going to give it a go. Even Michael will be the first to tell you he is not normal. About 2011, he was reading, researching, studying, and worked in the health and fitness industry pretty extensively. In fact, you could even say that he was a little bit obsessed over the subject. But as he got further into it, he just found out that there was so much wrong with the industry that he felt, and people just were not getting the results that they wanted, and he finally figured out why. He's created a solution that has helped many people in health and fitness and entrepreneurship and just about anything else in life. Michael has taken a holistic approach to health and he's used the same type of mindset in helping people reach their goals in entrepreneurship and other areas of their life. Needless to say, this is a very interesting conversation. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, buddy. It's very nice to, to be here. Yeah, it's good to finally finally be able to uh, connect. The first time we were supposed to get together, I was, I, I don't know what happened. I just, I very rarely get sick and it just hit me really hard. So I had to cancel a couple interviews and plus you was traveling at the time. So you was kind of jet lagged. It kind of worked out for you as well. <laughs> yeah, because I've just come back from spending about 12 weeks. As you can probably tell by my accent, I'm not from America. I'm from mm. uh, Britain. Uh, and yeah, I spent about 12 weeks over in America because that's where my girlfriend's from. And then we had our interview booked for like the day after I was um, due to come back from a big kind of double flight back and which was delayed and all sorts of stuff so yeah it actually turned out pretty good yeah that we uh, that we've uh, left it till now yeah it's nice when i can work out like that so where are you at right now right now i am uh, back where i call home in uh, north wales in the uk 
Nice. Yeah. I've been all over the world, but I have not been there yet, and I certainly look forward to it. It's it's cool. It's it's nice for a little bit. It's uh, a lot because when I was in the when I was in the US, I was uh, in DC, so it's a lot bigger. There's a lot more going on mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. over here. It's a little bit more quiet and uh, chilled out. But we're by the beach, so it's it's cool. That's cool. Absolutely. So you're, yeah. And I, I, you know, I've been following you a little bit and seeing what you've been up to. And I I love your lifestyle being by the beach. I I live on the beach as well. Absolutely love it. That's my kind of lifestyle. So, so I talked a little bit about you just, you know, told men of abundance a little bit about who you are, but uh, let's hear a little bit more. Let's get a little bit personal and uh, find out what, you know, where you come from and what you've been up to. Yeah, so uh, originally I, my kind of background, I suppose, is in personal training um, and I developed a, a career as a personal trainer here in Britain um, and have now gone more into the whole online thing. Uh, the, the main thing that I was interested in when I was personal training was not so much the exercise stuff, but the nutrition and lifestyle, wellness, that side of stuff. So I've kind of gone more down that route um, and now help uh, entrepreneurs, professionals to, to overcome their health challenges in um, in sense of whether it's mental, <clears throat> physical, emotional or spiritual, overcome them in order to perform at their best um, and um, maximize their potential and really achieve what they want to achieve and make the impact they want to make without having their own body and mind hold them back. So that's what I'm up to at the moment. And yeah, I think we're going to go into a little bit more detail further in the episode. But, but uh, yeah, that's that's my that's me in a, in a nutshell, I suppose. And so... You mentioned that you're a little bit more online. Can you explain that a little bit? How's that working out? Yeah, so uh, I, I have my podcast, which is called uh, Enlightened Entrepreneurial Badasses, mm-hmm. uh, where we explore all facets of uh, how to perform at your best, whether that is uh, from a, a mindset point of view, a spiritual point of view, or a physical, nutritional, wellness kind of point of view. Um, and I... Um, at the moment, kind of dedicated to putting that podcast out there on three times a week, uh, interviews with people or my own stuff, uh, blogging and also coaching, um, which is obviously a more um, financially invested thing for people to get involved in. But um, yeah, so essentially that's that's me online at the moment is showing up with my podcast, my blogs and uh, and helping people through, through coaching um, uh, in a one-on-one basis. One-on-one basis, meaning uh, through online or or uh, in person? Yeah, uh, through on online, so through Skype calls and um, phone calls and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I found that that model works very well. I've been I've done that quite a bit as well in the past, and been doing it for goodness about five years, uh, working with people in the fitness arena as well. And I found that doing I used to be a, a group trainer. And I love, I absolutely love doing that. And then people have asked me to do personal training. And I just don't want to take, I just don't have the time for it. I I do enjoy doing that, but I just don't have the time for it. But doing the one-on-one or even group training online, I've just found to be so much more rewarding. And many people really react to it very well. And you you brought up the nutrition part. So I know why I uh, love the nutrition side of it. But why do you focus so much on the nutrition? And then you also focus on it's kind of a holistic um, background yeah. as well yeah I, I kind of quick because as a personal trainer like when I was 
when I would kind of classify myself as a personal trainer a few years ago, I suppose I got into it through the whole exercise side and then quickly realized that the biggest benefits people, or the kind of the biggest bang that you could get people for their book, I suppose, in terms of results and how they feel is not the exercise side at all. It's the nutrition side and and the wellness side and um and helping people with their managing their stress levels getting better sleep and things like that that's that's where the real results come from uh and so i kind of went down this whole kind of rabbit hole of wow you know this is much more this whole health and fitness space it's much more than just telling someone to exercise more and eat less Mm -hmm. and therefore kind of you know having some kind of weight loss result or something it's you you can genuinely help someone to perform in their life better whether that is you know for someone who is uh, an an elite athlete for example who obviously needs to train and eat properly and recover properly to perform better in 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 their life but also to uh, someone who is just like an entrepreneur or an office worker or you know, whatever it is that they are having that that they do in their life, or the demands of their life are, the actual how we look after ourselves with our nutrition and our sleep and uh, all these different facets of of uh, of real holistic health. That's gives us the biggest results in in how we perform best in in our lives. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what I suppose I I want to really do is just help people to perform better in their personal life. Their, their relationships in their professional life and and I see the way of doing that is through helping people with their nutrition and their uh, genuine all over holistic health so yeah that's that's a a pretty long-winded answer to to your question but yeah no it is but that's absolutely correct I've found the same exact thing over the years that I've been in in the space and and I always say and I tell people this that Health and nutrition is about 80% or about 20% exercise and about 80% nutrition. And I've, found, I've proven this time and time again. And it's amazing when you talk to people, they always want to work out. And as soon as they start working out, they want to stop eating and or eat less. When that's when your body needs more nutrition. And it's not so much about how much you eat, but it's more about what you're consuming. And I, I love when I take somebody who's just got a terrible meal plan, meaning soda and fast food or something like that. And I say, look, just just cut out the two liters of soda per week and just do that and, and replace it with water and watch what happens. And when they come back to me and say, oh, my goodness, I just lost, you know, six, five, eight pounds, whatever. Uh, and, and I already feel great. It's like, there you go. Have you even lifted a finger? No, I'm doing the same thing I've always been doing. I just have, I haven't started working out yet. Yeah, because you're not there yet. Let's get your nutrition right. Because until they get that right, it's, it's just not going to you know, make a difference. And then on top of that, health and fitness just relates to everything else in life, with your relationships, with how your job and everything. What's your experience with that with your clients? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would take that even a step further and um, where you mentioned the 80% nutrition and 20% exercise of the actual, like, I suppose, physical stuff like that that we can do, I, I'd say that's that's correct. But I think there's this whole other element that's kind of underlying all of it, which is the whole mindset element of it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you can get in the correct mindset and start your personal transformation or whatever it is you want to call it from 
the inside out, then it makes it so much more powerful because you can do your kind of 80% nutrition, 20% exercise, but if you absolutely hate it and if you're not enjoying it and you uh, are just doing it just for some kind of end goal at the end of like some kind of 90-day program, then you're going to get to the end of that 90-day program and you're going to go, right, okay, great, I've lost X amount of pounds or whatever it is, I've, I feel a lot better, but I absolutely hated it. Let's go back to what I was doing before and uh, we'll put it all back on and, uh, or, or, you know, you just basically just reverse the process. And uh, I, I think there's that underlying element which kind of puts, I suppose, as an overall thing of like 80% mindset, 80% of working on yourself from an internal point of view and looking inwardly first so that you can create this outward transformation that is based upon stuff that you enjoy, based upon your own core values and based on moving you towards your your dream in life, whatever that is. So I think starting from a place of looking inwardly so that we can get that outward transformation is a, a real key place to start with and, and something that I've found really beneficial in helping clients um, since I've started implementing that. Yes, completely agree. And I have a private community uh, of Men of Abundance where we talk quite a bit about mindset and and that really makes a lot of sense on all gamuts from entrepreneurship to your job to your uh, health and fitness everything and that's so how does that look how do you have that conversation with your clients with the mindset because some people just don't want to hear it some people just think everything that they've been taught up to this point is like you just said work more and consume less that's just what everybody's been taught for so many years and then you bring in this element of mindset how do they react to that yeah i suppose it's because uh, i make it very clear beforehand like with everything that i talk about in my podcast everything that i talk about in my blogs and my website and uh, i make it it's, it's it's very clear that this is a part of my pro and not just a part of it but the very first pillar the very first like point of call is to actually uh, look at mindset so um, in terms of people's reaction to it, it's something that uh, either they expect or they, they just haven't read anything or kind of <laughs> known anything that I've done uh, or like put out there. So uh, this it, back when I used to do this stuff uh, and it was uh, like more of a personal training stuff and I would start then talking about mindset and core values and uh, and like just actually talking about stuff as opposed to telling someone to just eat this and or not eat that it kind of um, created this kind of weird feeling I suppose with some people because they just weren't expecting it so my way of combating that was to actually start putting it out there and you know ensuring that the stuff that I that I talk about in all the things that I put out there has this involved in it as well so it's not just uh, talking about um, exercise and nutrition is talking about the actual mindset and everything that I put out there. So I, I suppose it's 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 my role to to prepare someone for what it's like to work with me, um, which is what I, I've learned from that. I suppose awkwardness of people uh, <laughs> like not expecting the the whole mindset conversation beforehand. Yeah, that's that's brilliant, and that's brilliant that you evolved into that uh, as you progressed through the through the space so excuse my ignorance but you know is obesity such a big issue in britain as it is in the united states uh yes <laughs> it, it, wow. it is it's uh yeah 
I think the the statistics are kind of pretty similar. I think maybe we're like a, maybe like a couple of percentage points behind you in terms mm-hmm. of uh, uh, like um, obesity and, and that kind of thing. But we, uh, as with I think a lot of things, we tend to just follow you guys in in what we in what we do. So yeah, it's it's pretty much the same. That's a good point because everywhere I go, I, it seems like I find a McDonald. I was in Israel and I'm in a McDonald's <laughs> in Israel for goodness sake. Now, granted, the the portions are much smaller. Uh, the menu is slightly different in Germany and, and other countries, but uh, it's there, <laughs> and it's basically the same thing. And I'm not bashing McDonald's specifically necessarily, but um, this is basically the corporate that uh, the culprit that we're uh, pointing our fingers at is the fast food. So is that what you feel is the uh, the issue in Britain as it is in the U.S.? Yeah, I, I once counted because uh, when I had my um, my studio, my personal training studio, um, like eighteen months ago now, um, I once counted the number of places like that, like KFCs and McDonald's and things like that. On my my drive home was about half an hour from the studio, and I think I counted that I could have gone to about eleven different places on my way home, uh, like varying from like like stuff like that, KFC and quick things like that and it was just so difficult to to actually go and find somewhere that was that was healthy (laughs) you know so yeah it's definitely an issue but i think it's an issue that we have uh i I don't know it's it's we need to take responsibility to, to actually say okay there are all these places around here but what is my dream what what do i want to achieve in my life and how am I going to fuel myself to to get there? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the McDonald's that's maybe a little bit easier, or maybe I'm feeling a little bit run down and tired today, tonight, and I don't want to cook? Is it the McDonald's, or should I just maybe take a step back and go to the supermarket and maybe pick up some more healthier stuff? You know, and, and I think it's 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 definitely made tougher by the fact that they're there's so many of them around um and and it's so much easier to kind of to just go in there but i think we we have to take responsibility at some level and just say okay how am i going to fuel the life that i actually want to achieve and in in most cases not going to be a mcdonald's or a big mac yeah and it's the habits that we've developed over the years as well like you just said it's it's easier to just drive Mm. through as opposed to going to market and picking up a couple of healthy foods, coming home and cooking it up. And some people don't have the skills to do that. Some people don't have the, you know, they feel they don't have the energy to do that. And part of the reason why they don't have the energy to do that is because they're not doing that, you know, yeah. uh, quite <laughs> frankly, you know. So that's what I've seen. So let's get a little bit uh, more into your in, into your background and a little bit more into your story. So I've read some of your bio and whatnot and so let's get a little bit more personal and let's talk about that basically that kick in the gut moment that kind of got you to where you're at if if you do have such a thing either either personal or entrepreneurial yeah uh, i suppose because i've already mentioned uh, a couple of times that i've come from a personal training background um and you know for for a couple of years it, it was pretty good uh, there was kind of ups and downs within there but i Start. I built a client, but I started off in uh, working in someone else's gym, like a big, big box sort of gym. Uh, started building up a client base there, then decided to leave there and try and do my thing. And uh, ended up getting to a point where I was 
I had my own studio. I had um, a, a decent client base. It wasn't like anything massive. I still had room for more, but I, I had various group programs, one-to-one programs going on there. Um, and I was by myself in this in this studio, though I, I had no staff at the time, and uh, I was pretty miserable, to be honest. I, um, I remember sort of being stood um, in front of the, the the mirror one Sunday night when I was uh, and, and I was just looking at myself in the mirror and all I saw was the failure because I had this this business that was supposed to be making me happy and was supposed to be like you know going in the right direction and and fulfilling me and achieving what I wanted to achieve in life but I just couldn't bear the thought of getting up again at 4.45 the next morning to go and do it all over again start another week all over again because at this point I was I was completely overworked I was completely tired I was completely bored of everything in, in my life um, because I was just constantly you know on seven days a week even if I wasn't actually going to the studio I was thinking about it or I was having to deal with um, different client texts and emails or having to deal with a bill that needs to be paid or having to deal with uh, some admin stuff or some marketing stuff to get some more clients in and all this stuff ended up just getting me to this point where I on this Sunday night just looked in the mirror and just thought what are you doing <laughs> you know just you, you're in a place a location where you're stuck in this location um, and you, you you don't really I didn't really have any friends in that location I was only in that location and only started the business in that location because because of I, I lived there with a girlfriend who I split up with at this point so I literally was in this location where I had no friends no family just a business and I was driving there every day to have and keep this business going that wasn't really making me fulfilled because I wasn't really doing the things that I wanted to do like like I said I wasn't doing enough of the real holistic health real mindset stuff that I wanted I was just being a personal trainer and I was just telling people to exercise and eat less and do all this stuff that was helping people and that I enjoyed to a certain extent but it just everything was just not aligned with me and what it is that I wanted to to say to the world and my message that I wanted to put out there to the world so that was my kick in the gut moment when I, I suppose I just realized that I had to get out that I built this business I'd spent four years of my life building up a client base and getting to a point where a lot of personal trainers would deem to be successful having their own business, having their own studio. Uh, and I dedicated a lot of time and effort and energy and sacrificed a lot to get to that point only to realize that it wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> and um, that was my huge kick in the gut was just how much energy I put into that to realize that actually I had to leave it behind and go and pursue something else was a pretty tough pill to swallow I suppose um, yeah that, that's that is my or my kick in the gut so far I, I expect to have more of them in the future and to get over them more in the future but uh, yeah that's that's I suppose my biggest one so far and I'm absolutely sure that you will because you're a, you're definitely a forward mover and those of us who are, we're just going to have to deal with that too. That's part of the learning <laughs> process. And you know, it's cool that you know you 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 got into that space and you thought that that's what you wanted to do and you enjoyed it for a short while. I'm sure, especially while you was just getting started. But 
and but the important thing is is do you realize that I'm just miserable. I just can't do this anymore. And the thing that's even more important as far as I'm concerned is you took action on it. So what was that point where you said enough is enough? I mean, this is it. I'm done with this. And what was that point where you said enough is enough? I got to do something different. And basically, what was your pivot point? Yeah, I suppose that um, internally, I decided that night, uh, I suppose I kind of said to myself when I when I was looking in the mirror on that Sunday night, I just said, I can't, I have to figure a way out of, of, of getting here, of, of getting out of here. And I went to various kind of things like in looking at how could, at first I was looking at how can I move the business to a location where I have more friends or more family or have more going on <laughs> in, in a personal sense as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously that was, uh, because the actual business was not something that I wanted to do uh, anymore was was not the, the right answer. So um, my way out of that was I, I, I sold everything and I realized that this was um, something that needed a lot more inward looking than I, I first thought. So I, I essentially sold um, everything that I had. I sold all the equipment that was in there in the gym. I sold um, uh, all the furnishings. I referred all the clients on to other other trainers in the area. I even sold my car and uh, <laughs> and sold a lot a lot of stuff. And um, and then went on this kind of journey of self discovery, I suppose, for want of a better phrase. Uh, I did a lot of travelling. I travelled to a few different parts of of Europe. Um, I went to Southeast Asia for. Uh, about three months, uh, spent a lot of time traveling down there and decided to pause everything for a while and just to kind of look at, what, okay, what are my core values? What do I really believe about myself and what do I, what do I want to say to the world? Um, and I ended up doing a, uh, a, a retreat um, in Thailand while, while I was out there, a 10-day retreat and uh, doing a lot of work on myself, uh, which is something that I hadn't really dedicated much time to at all in the past. Um, and so that, that brought out a lot of things about what I actually wanted to do, which I kind of already knew. I knew that my passions were around um, genuine holistic health and not just like the whole diet and exercise thing, but actually bringing in a, a, a real holistic health element that includes like personal development and, uh, and and the inward side of things as well um, but I discovered that I didn't really believe at the time that that was possible for me to actually achieve any, any kind of coaching practice or anything like that that was around that because I just had this kind of belief that it was like oh people just want diet and exercise um, so I, I did a lot of work on myself. That was the way I got over it, essentially, in, in, in a nutshell. Uh, and then came out with this message that I wanted to, to put out into the world. And and now that's that's what I do is I, I share my message, I suppose. Yeah, that's excellent. And the, the ability to travel, and like I said, just the, the fact that you made that decision and then you took action on on making those changes and having the ability to travel. And this is one thing I want to point out that I get from that is, you know, you traveled, you know, Southeast Asia and went all over the place and Thailand and whatnot. But 
men of abundance, you don't have to travel to another country to get this. Sometimes you just have to take a reprieve. Sometimes you just have to take time off. Go in your own backyard. Go, you know, you don't even necessarily have to leave your state, but you do have to get away from your general environment and basically reflect on, on what it is that you're doing and where you want to go with your life and what you want for your family and and take that time. Some So many people just don't give themselves that time to just get rid of everything else. Go, go off the grid for a little while and and reflect on what it is that you're doing and where you want to go and then you come back you may even come back realizing that you love what you do you just needed a break and you needed to energize and you come back 100 percent energized and ready to go at it again and and take it from a different angle and and love what you do and and that's important too sometimes people say you know we, we talk so much about creating a business of passion sometimes i think you just need to bring your passion with you and I've seen that many times as well. So I completely agree. Like, if you look at it as I, I regularly taking that time to just inwardly reflect, and then coming back and taking action, so that you're not. We, we tend to get like all in this like action, 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 action. Or there's some of us that would just like come off and and, and take the action and just inwardly reflect all the time and. I think there's a, a healthy balance of the two of continually taking the time to actually take a step back, reflect, look inwardly, and do all that kind of stuff. Mm. And then once you've f- finished that, saying, okay, done that, now where are we going to go? I'm going to take action to move forwards now. So it's a constant cycle of you allowing yourself to take action, move forwards, and then also stopping and pausing and and deciding where where you want to go next as opposed to just constantly going yes take action 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 or doing the opposite and just not doing anything yeah absolutely and some of the most abundant people that i know and the happiest people i know actually put it on the schedule they put it on their calendar and they take that time off and they take that time with family and they do the things that they want to do they'll just literally leave their business or leave their job and and take that time to re-energize so michael we're getting ready to pay it forward you ready for that man yeah, of course, yeah. Men of Abundance, one thing I want to point out that you may have noticed amongst all of the guests that I've had on the show so far is all of them have some sort of daily habits that they follow, myself included. In fact, for the last five years, one of my daily habits that I have not missed is drinking a dense nutrition shake every single morning after my workout. I had never been a fan of any protein shakes or nutrition shakes or nutrition drinks or anything of that nature. I did get into smoothies at one time, but making smoothies, quite frankly, is very expensive and very messy in most cases. But about five years ago, my doctor told me that I had to do something about my cholesterol. Ironically enough, as it happens, divine intervention, call it what you want, I was introduced to this dense nutrition shake that completely turned my cholesterol around. On top of that, I had more energy, my esophageal reflux went away, my chronic joint pain wasn't nearly as bad, and I shed some weight, all within the first 28 days. I can talk all day long about what just 30 days of this dense nutrition shake will do for you. But until you try this stuff out yourself, you're going to continue to be as skeptical as I was. The cool thing is, is you can try Shakeology with absolutely no risk whatsoever. There's a bottom of the bag, 100% 30-day money-back guarantee. That means you can consume the entire 30-day bag. And if you don't see or feel the difference in your body, or you otherwise just are not completely satisfied, 
you can send the empty bag back and get all of your money back no questions asked and there are multiple different flavors you can try now my favorite flavor is the greenberry and the strawberry my wife loves the vanilla and we both like the cafe latte there's also chocolate and there's also a vegan chocolate and a vegan tropical strawberry. And there are even sample packs so you can try the various flavors. So to learn more about the benefits of Shakeology, go to menofabundance.com forward slash resources or just go to menofabundance.com, click on the resources tab, scroll down to the health and nutrition part and you're going to see the Shakeology tab. Click on that, take a look, and if you have any questions whatsoever, get a hold of me. I'll be happy to help. Alright, let's get back to the show. Awesome. So give men of abundance one to three actionable steps that they can take today. Yes. Yeah, so um, it's essentially, first of all, is to consider the, uh, the, the inward side of things, as we kind of spent a lot of time talking about on this, um, on, on this podcast, is, is just, you know, don't neglect that inward looking thing. So just take a step back continually assess where you are in your life and where you want to go like tune in with with your inward soul or spirit or heart or whatever it is you want to call it or you know and just to to actually check in with yourself uh, essentially is is the 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 first thing that i would say to to everyone to do um secondly i'd say that you get to decide who you want to be and like who you want to show up as and it doesn't matter uh, whether what what's happened in your past who you've been in your past you get to decide who you want to be so create the identity that you want to actually step into um, and that is how you can move forwards with with this identity um, and thirdly I just say just value the uh, the sacrifice of or what's sometimes seen as sacrifice of looking after yourself so uh, don't sacrifice yourself in the name of business or action or doing something or achieving something you are the the foundation of what it is that you want to achieve and and what gives you the energy and the vitality to go forward and achieve things on the long term so value your uh, your body and your your mind is uh, and, and just appreciate that that value by looking after it absolutely and men of abundance i hope you caught that that you you get to decide who you want to be i love that so daily habits what daily habits uh, make the biggest impact in your life um i my morning uh, my, my morning routine consists of uh getting up having that the, the first thing I do is well, I have to go into the bathroom and wake myself up and things like that is uh, having a big glass of water so I have between half a liter and a liter of of water uh, in in the morning followed by um, a at least 20 minute meditation I use something called brain.fm uh, which is a really I found a really useful uh, piece of software that that does all sorts of things. It, it plays music while you work to help you focus. It does guided meditations, and that's a, a really awesome tool that I that I use to help me meditate in the mornings. Um, and then followed by some kind of exercise, even if it's just a twenty-minute blast in the garage or uh, going for a run or something like that. Just something to get me moving because I know that when I 
when I haven't done my meditation and I and I haven't done my movement, I just feel sluggish. I feel uh, depressed at times, and I feel that this this thing in the morning, this of just of just getting my body moving, of calming my mind down, um, and then also having some kind of gratitude. Uh, so whether you write that down or uh, or you actually, what I like to do is just basically go and say it out loud um, and just pick two or three things that I'm grateful for in my life and just, just say it out loud as opposed to, to writing it down. That works better for me, whatever works better for you. If, if you prefer to write things down and keep it more of a journal sort of thing, then uh, yeah, so that's the, the, I suppose the main things that I do is making sure that I get hydrated in the morning big sort of inner bath in the morning uh i meditate i move and i'm i i show some sort of gratefulness and appreciation for whatever in my life that i that i uh that i want to beautiful and i I hope everybody's catching that that we see a lot of trends every time i ask this question of guests and if you ever ask the question of other abundant leaders and people that are just happy and living the way they want to live, they have a morning routine, and some of them are quite similar. So what book would you recommend to our abundant leaders and why? I, I, I've got a couple, uh, a, a couple of books. Like, first of all, like, I love fiction because I, I feel like it just – there's a lot of obviously books out there that are like how-to books, self-help books, things like that. I think on a personal point of view, they get a little bit – samey uh, and a lot of them say similar things but just with different words so I, I, I like to, to read fiction a lot of the time uh, it, I find it opens up my mind it opens up my creativity it makes me feel positive um, and I love uh, the book Siddhartha by Herman Hesse uh, which is just an amazing uh, little I suppose tale about uh, discovering yourself and I, I just I just I just love that book. and what was the name um, of the book and from uh, Siddhartha, S-I-D-D-H-A-R-T-H-A. Um, it's about Siddhartha Buddha, basically. It's, 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 a, it's a story of the Buddha, basically. Okay. Um, and um, I, I absolutely love that book. Uh, from a more, I suppose, self-helpy type of type of book, uh, I find the book uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. I've recently finished that and found that phenomenal. Uh, it's by Maxwell Maltz. He's a it was written in 1960, and some of the language is uh, quite uh, obvious that it's written in 1960 when it refers to like housewives and things like that. But the actual stuff that's in the book, uh, Maxwell Maltz is a or was a plastic surgeon, and he discovered how he could essentially give people spiritual and emotional facelifts, uh, and didn't actually need to cut pe- cut a lot of people open at all to give them the results that they wanted to get from uh from the from the uh, the plastic surgery that they initially came to him for and it's a brilliant book about changing your self-identity from within uh and that's uh one that i would highly recommend as well so the psycho cybernetics and siddhartha are the ones that i really yeah the psycho psycho cybernetics is definitely one i'm going to have to pick up i've heard about it in fact my last guest recommended it as well so yeah so i'm definitely going to have to get that one and and, uh men of abundance as usual i will have the names of those books with links to those books and if there's any audios for those books because i know you guys like audio i will have that in the show notes and you'll be able to just search michael or michael glover and you'll be able to find that in the uh, in the show notes at the end of my 12-month anniversary of Men of Abundance, what revenue that we do generate, I'm going to be donating to various charities. And what I generally do is give my guests an opportunity to name a charity that you 
really resonate with or that you currently support or that you would like to support. And uh, we donate to that charity on your behalf. And we will put that on our site and put your name to it. So what charity would you recommend? First, I think it's awesome that you that you do this part as, as well. But um, I um, love the charity pen, Pencils for Promise. Uh, and I hope to, uh, at some point in my entrepreneurial journey, hope to do a lot more work with them and um, help by, by going out to different places and helping like building schools and stuff like that that's what i'd love to be able to do uh but that's i suppose the the first charity that came to mind when i saw this yeah that's a great one in fact i have that one that i've personally put on on my site on the uh if you go to menofabundance.com forward slash giving and you'll see that's one of the ones that are listed there and the reason why i like that one so much on a personal level is because many years ago when i wasn't well i was in the army but many years ago i traveled all over south and central america and one of the things we did was built schools and clinics i worked i was a medic working with an engineer battalion and i'm telling you what you bring schools and clinics to a community it's the most amazing thing uh, you 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 just make friends for life, and they're doing very, they're doing great things over there at uh, Pencils to Promise. Awesome. So I have one last question for you before we close this up, Michael. So, uh, cool. what does living a life of abundance mean to you? Living a life of abundance basically means living it on your own terms and like genuinely not considering what other people say you should be doing, but taking that time I know we've mentioned it a few times in in this episode uh, but taking that time to look inwardly about what it is that you really want like where do you want to be in the world what kind of working do you want to be uh, exposed to where, who do you want to work with what what do you want to say uh, and just having this inward look at yourself as the foundation for uh, moving forward with your life and uh, and being true to that. So I, I suppose living a life of abundance is living a life of, of truth to yourself. Beautiful. So let's leave Men of Abundance with a parting piece of guidance, something that's exciting you, something you're working on or something you have coming up and uh, how can we reach you? How- yes, uh, my parting piece of guidance would essentially be uh, to value yourself uh, and to, to show up with love, not just for your friends and family like uh, we tend to do, but to show up with love for yourself as well uh, and to, to value your own mind and brain uh, and, and body enough to look after it so that you can show up in your life uh, with love for, for everyone else as well as yourself. So um, that's the point piece of guidance is to show yourself the the self-love that that you deserve um and the where you can find me is my my website is iammichaelglover.com uh i my podcast is enlightened entrepreneurial badasses Uh, you can find that on itunes or on the website uh as well uh and on facebook and twitter and all that kind of stuff i have the handle vm glover so uh that's where you can all find me just drop me a message if anyone wants to chat uh then yeah i'm open for conversing with anyone perfect and i'll have all of that in the show notes i'll have all those links and whatnot in the show notes so you don't have to worry about writing that down because i know if you're like me i listen to podcasts while i'm driving generally and uh i i, I just hate when I can't stand when there's some information that I want to write down, but I just can't. It's, it's kind of annoying. But anyhow, Michael, I really appreciate your time, brother. And uh, it's been wonderful talking with you and getting to know you a little bit. 
and I look forward to talking with you much more in the future. Thank you so much, Wally. It's been an absolute pleasure being on. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on, yeah. Wally. It's been, uh, it's awesome. been great. Yeah. All right, take care, man. Have a good day. All right, men of abundance, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did, and I hope you got something out of it. If you feel you need more information, go ahead and get a hold of Michael. All of the information and contact information is in the show notes at menofabundance.com forward slash 012. Now, of course, I want you to go out and live your life of abundance, and don't forget to pay it forward and share this show with as many people as you see fit. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.